Good morning and welcome to the Driglinton and Gilderson podcast for week commencing Sunday the 22nd of November 2020. My name's Paul Walker, vicar of Driglinton and Gilderson and it's great to be here with you this week. This is the Feast of Christ the King. It's the last Sunday of the church's year and um, we start Advent next week. Wow, almost almost up towards Christmas, aren't we? But um, Christ the King today and our service will reflect the theme of Christ the King. I'm going to read a, an introduction from Common Worship to begin this morning and then we'll have our opening prayer. Christ the King concludes our journey through the seasons of our church year. We've been on a journey these past 12 months as we've travelled through the Christian year. We followed in the steps of Jesus as he was birthed in a stable, as he walked the dusty hillsides of Galilee, opened blind eyes and made the lame walk again, as he taught the multitudes and the disciples, as he was crucified and rose again. We have celebrated the coming of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost, reflected on the mission of the church and what it means to be a disciple of Christ. Today is the last Sunday of that journey for this very unusual and very different year. Next Sunday we begin a new year as we celebrate Advent and once again begin that journey to remind ourselves who and whose we are. Christ, we confess you as King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Come rule in our hearts and claim us as part of your kingdom. We seek to dedicate our lives to you and to your glory. You are the King of glory, O Christ. You are the everlasting Son of the Father. May your kingdom come in us on earth as it is in heaven. Through Christ our Lord, Amen. And for our hymn this morning, we're going to listen to a really lovely and unusual treatment of the traditional hymn, Crown Him with Many Crowns. Crown Him with Many Crowns, the Lamb upon His throne, hark how the heavenly anthem drowns all music but its own. Awake my soul and sing of Him who died for thee, and hail Him as thy matchless King through all eternity. Save. 
reading for today is from John chapter 18 verses 33 to verse 38. Then Pilate went back into his headquarters and called for Jesus to be brought to him. He asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus replied, Is that your own question or did others tell you about me? Pilate retorted, Your own people and their leading priests brought you to me for trial. Why? What have you done? Jesus answered, My kingdom is not an earthly kingdom. If it were, my followers would fight to keep me from being handed over to the Jewish leaders. But my kingdom is not of this world. Pilate said, So you are a king? Jesus responded, You say I'm a king. Actually, I was born and came into this world to testify to the truth. All who love the truth recognise that what I say is true. Pilate said, what is truth? As we celebrate Christ the King today, it seems on one level a bit of a contradiction, doesn't it? To think of Jesus as a king. And yet, of course, it goes right back to just after his birth. Remember the story of the three wise men, the three magi, coming to give their gifts to Jesus, gold for a king. We see as one of the gifts prophesying that one day Jesus would be indeed a king. And yet when Jesus grew up, it seems that he did everything he could to avoid being identified as a king. So in John's Gospel, chapter 6, we read this. Jesus knowing, and this is after the feeding of the 5,000, Jesus knowing that they intended to come and make him king by force, withdrew again to a mountain by himself. And then as we heard in our reading this morning on trial before Pilate, and Pilate says, are you the king of the Jews? Jesus dodges the question. You have said it, not I, says Jesus. And I think A lot of that is to do with mistaken ideas of what a king is. Jesus was a king. We wouldn't have a feast called Christ the King if Jesus wasn't a king. But he's not the kind of king that people expected or perhaps even wanted. Let's think about some of the kings in the Bible. There's actually two whole books in the Old Testament called the Books of Kings. So uh, we haven't got time to go through them all in detail today, but you could go away and look in there and see some of the 
um, flawed and broken and, and downright sinful kings that are uh, whose lives are portrayed in those books in somewhat gory detail at times. And there seem to be certain characteristics that go with earthly kings. Uh, I've just picked out three. Firstly, um, kings seem to thrive on having power, power over others. You remember in the Gospels, the time when James and John come to Jesus, seeking first place in his kingdom. Make it so, Lord, that we one of us could sit at your left and one could sit at your right when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus rebukes them. And he calls all the disciples together to make a teaching point. Look, Jesus says, among the Gentiles, those who are not part of God's chosen people, those that are in power, lord it over others. Among you, it must not be like that. The one who is to lead must be a servant, a servant of all. And then Jesus, of course, demonstrates that at the Last Supper. And he gets down and he kneels in front of each disciple and washes their feet. He took on the role of a servant and then says, I, as I have done to you, you must do to others. So Jesus subverts the idea that kings have to be uh, people grabbing for power. Jesus never grabs for power. He's always looking to be the servant of those around him and requires that from his followers. Secondly, kings are identified with great wealth. They tend to have everything they need. They can do whatever they want that money can obtain. Remember the rich young ruler, what must I do to gain eternal life, he asks. And when Jesus says, keep the commandments, he replies, well, I've done that ever since I was a young man. And Jesus looks on him with love and says, if you want to truly be complete, go and sell everything you have, give it to the poor and come and follow me then. In that story, it tells us that the young man went away sad because he had great wealth. He wasn't willing to let it go. He liked his wealth. He clung to his wealth. Jesus' message is don't depend on your riches. Seek treasure in heaven, not earthly treasure. So again, Jesus is subverting the whole idea of what an earthly king is. And then thirdly, kings tend to use force to get what they want. There's lots of stories in the books of kings that I mentioned earlier about kings going to war to get what they want. Jesus rejects that path. Even in the Garden of Gethsemane, when they're coming to take Jesus prisoner, to torture him, to put him to death, one of the disciples says to himself, I must defend him. I must stop this. So he pulls out his sword. He begins to flail around with the sword and slices off the ear of the high priest's servant. Jesus' words are firm. Put away your sword. Those who live by the sword will die by the sword. Instead of violence, Jesus stretches out a hand of healing and heals the ear of the man, symbolically saying, no, this is, this is not to be the way. Violence is not the answer. The ways of Jesus are dramatically different. All of this reminds us, of course, of what the prophet Isaiah wrote about. My thoughts 
are not your thoughts. My ways are not your ways. As high as the heavens are above the earth, my ways are above your ways. My thoughts are above your thoughts. We're not to just follow the ways of the world. The ways of our flawed humanity is to want to dominate others, to want to accumulate wealth, to want to use force to get what we want. But God says, my ways are not your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts. More often than not, we see in our world today, as we did way back in the Old Testament, that human kings will follow the ways of the world rather than the ways of Jesus. And so it's hard to think of Jesus as a king because right away, when we think of the word king, our mind goes to those models of kings and kingship that we see around us, power, wealth and force. And that, of course, is not the way of Jesus. So even though today we celebrate Jesus as a king, we recognise at the same time that he's not a king according to the ways of the world. So rather than exercising power over others, we are called to serve one another. Rather than seeking wealth, we are called to use what we have to help other people. And rather than forcing people to bend to our will, we are called to live a life of peace, forgiveness and reconciliation. You might remember the song, it's kind of become a hymn now, hasn't it? Graham Kendrick, it was it's originally a worship song, I think, The Servant King. Um, many of us will have sung it, of course, in church. From heaven you came, helpless babe. This is our God, the Servant King. He calls us now to follow him. I think that's the model of kingship that the Bible lays out for us. And I hope that today on Christ the King Sunday, we can reflect deeply on these truths. If we follow his way, we will enter into that fullness of life, his risen life, and begin to live according to the reign of God right now and experience the peace and fullness of life that is, is his promise to us today. Let us pray. We pray, Lord, for the rulers of peoples, for the rulers of nations, that they may govern with gentleness and integrity. We remember all those who suffer from injustice, who've been hurt and bruised and scorned by the kings and princes of this world, for all who have lost their freedom and are deprived their basic rights. We pray for those who work for freedom, organisations like Amnesty International, Open Doors and other organisations that seek to bring freedom to people in our broken world. We pray for those who work for the bringing in of your kingdom and all who strive for peace, justice and freedom, for all relief agencies and bringers of aid. Lord, as we seek to do your will, may your kingdom come in us as in heaven. Come, Lord, rule in our hearts. Come, Lord, rule in our homes. Come, Lord, rule in our church. 
Come Lord, rule in our lives. Come Lord, and transform your people. We pray for all who are struggling, for all who cannot hope, for all who need to feel once again the kingship of Christ in their own lives, for those longing for salvation, for the hungry, the thirsty and those in need. We pray for our friends and loved ones who are in need at this time. Christ, O King, ruler of heaven and earth, in you we triumph over darkness and death. In you we have life eternal. We pray for all our loved ones departed this life, that they may be one with you and your saints in your everlasting kingdom. That we, setting our hearts on things above, may be raised up to the place where you reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, now and forever. Amen. Join our prayers together in the words that Jesus taught us. We pray, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. And the collect for today, the Church of England's prayer for today, Christ the King Sunday. Eternal Father, whose Son Jesus Christ ascended to the throne of heaven, that he might rule over all things as Lord and King. Keep the Church in the unity of the Spirit, and in the bond of peace, and bring the whole created order to worship at his feet, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God now and forever. Amen. Well, thank you for joining with me on our weekly podcast. As I said, this is the final Sunday of another church year. We begin again a new church year next Sunday with Advent Sunday, and because of the current restrictions, again, sadly, our churches will be closed. So we will be bringing uh, myself and my colleague June will be bringing uh, a service, an Advent Sunday service for us next Sunday. I look forward to you joining us for that. And uh, hopefully after that, we can begin to have some form of uh, services in our church as well. We'll still have the podcast, of course. That's going to be going while ever there are current uh, social distancing restrictions and restrictions about what we can and can't do in church so don't worry uh, our podcast will be going for I suspect some while yet and uh, I'm grateful for all those of you who are able to join us you are all very welcome so a prayer of blessing as we come to a close today may God the father who has given to his son the name above every name strengthen us to proclaim Christ as Lord and King. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit, bless us and those whom we love and for whom we pray. Amen. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. In the name of Christ. Amen.